Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Accused gunman Robert Aaron Long told them the attacks were not racially motivated. The president and vice president will also visit the CDC for an update on the fight against the coronavirus pandemic. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. A vigil was held last night in Cherokee County, just outside of Atlanta, at one of those massage parlors to honor the victims of Tuesday shootings. They came to drop off flowers and to stand together. We're such a small minority in this community. Asians are important and to, to support the, the families that lost their loved ones. It just breaks my heart. My heart's breaking for the families and I wish I could take their pain away, but I know I can't. Greg Hinson says he was good friends with the owner of the spa, Xiaojir Tan. She was just the sweetest, kindest, nicest, giving, unselfish person you'd ever meet. 21-year-old Robert Long was arrested for the deadly rampage here and at two spas in Atlanta. Reporter Denise Dillon with the Fox affiliate in Atlanta. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. From the Parks Heating and Cooling Traffic Center, satisfaction guaranteed the Parks Way. Look at traffic now. Here's Pam Warner. So I'm actually going to go ahead and take a look back out over at Outer Loop 485 at Harris Boulevard, where we did have that earlier overturned box truck. Now, I did mention before they've got that box truck uprighted now, finally. Uh, however, they're just starting to get it towed out of the way. I'm looking at traffic backed up toward I-77. I'm really going to want to go ahead and uh, pack your patience in that area. Still uh, possibly just avoid it. Uh, the right lane still remains blocked, but it looks like they are letting traffic slide by in the other lanes. Uh, southbound US 321 at Ratchford Road Bridge. Uh, there's an accident there. Heavy delays that are forming behind that. Uh, 485 at 77 northbound. Uh, another accident over there. We are seeing some slow-moving traffic. International Airport Drive at West Boulevard. That was for an earlier fender bender. Hopefully that one's getting pushed off to the shoulder. I'm Pam Warner, WBT Traffic. WBT News Time 802. Still some unsettled weather today, but no threat of tornadoes reported from the National Weather Service after it did issue a tornado warning for parts of Charlotte late Thursday after the warning was posted for Southern Mecklenburg County, parts of Union County, and York County after radar showed a rotation that could have become a tornado near Rock Hill, TUK, and Carowinds just after 4.30 yesterday afternoon. So far, no confirmation as to whether a tornado actually did form. So far, no major damages have been reported around here. But there were some scary moments for a television station in High Point as its weatherman noticed a rotation on radar there that could have become a tornado. I'm not so sure this is the room we want to be in right this moment. But uh, nonetheless, we have got it coming right over with the TV station as we speak. You're looking at the radar, and uh, we're going to step out of the studio, guys. WGHP meteorologist Van Denton making the call to head to a safer room than the main studio. I'm looking at the rotation. We're in one of those interior rooms with walls around us, so we are safe. But um, that circulation is right over the TV station, and we could feel and hear the wind outside the building, and we lost power for a second. No one was injured. No damages have been reported to that building. Cleanup efforts continuing today in Alabama, where more than two dozen tornadoes were reported Wednesday into Thursday. And now the Alabama homeowner Ryan Lavender shared his two minutes of terror when his roof was ripped off. It felt like somebody just grabbed the house and started shaking it and uh, two minutes, three minutes after the actual impact, I still sat there shaking, holding my dog, just 
you know, hoping that it was over. National Weather Service says it has two teams on the ground to try to assess the path of those tornadoes as well as the intensity. Fox's Charles Watson in central Alabama. WBT News Time 803. Here's your WBT weather forecast for today from the Weather Channel. We've got some leftover moisture, but severe weather threat now well past us. The upper level low trying to pass on through here. And with it, a few showers, maybe a little rain this morning. Cloudy this afternoon, breezy to windy at times, up to 52 degrees or holding steady in the low to mid-50s all day. Some clouds tonight down to 33. A mix of clouds and sunshine tomorrow. Not too bad of a start to the weekend, 57. Sunday, cloud sunshine. It's the first day of spring. We'll get into the low 60s. Monday, even warmer. Some clouds upper 60s to near 70 degrees. I'm meteorologist Ray Stajic from a Weather Channel News Talk 1110-993 WBT. Now 51 in Gastonia, 51 in Rock Hill, 50 in Uptown Charlotte. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Get a guaranteed offer on your home. Go to MarkSpain.com. Hi, this is Richard Pucciarelli, Investment Advisor Representative with Brookstone Capital Management. You know, Congress has approved some $2.4 trillion to combat the coronavirus crisis, and more could be on the way. This from a government that is nearly $25 trillion in debt. Today, we are living in the lowest income tax rates of our lifetime, but I've got news for you. It's probably not going to last, and you have a very small window of time to take full advantage of it. With your Retirement Rescue Toolkit, I'll show you several strategies I use with my clients to position themselves for a completely tax-free retirement. To receive a free copy, text the word TAXES to 21000. Your 401k is a ticking tax time bomb waiting to explode. Learn seven simple steps to use the new tax law to ensure you can lower your taxes in retirement. Again, text the word TAXES to 21000 or call 704-897-2176. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Carolina Retirement Resources are independent of each other. WBT Money Watch brought to you by T.R. Lawing Realty, celebrating more than 60 years of managing homes for individual investors. Learn more at trlawing.com, trlawing.com. Overseas stock markets much lower across Asia, down roughly 1.5%. Japan, China, and Hong Kong markets also lower across Europe. So far today on Wall Street, Dow futures up 19 points. NASDAQ futures up 73. S&P 500 futures up about 8. WBT Sports at 8.05. Here's Jim Zoki. The Hornets dropped their second game in two nights on the West Coast trip. This one, 116 to 105 at the LA Lakers. LeBron James, 37 points in the win. LaMelo Ball had 26 points in the loss for Charlotte. NCAA tournament got underway with the first four last night. Norfolk State beating Appalachian State by a point, 54 53, after the Mountaineers rallied to take the lead after trailing by as many as 19 points in the game. Mountaineers missed their first 18 three point attempts in the game. UCLA over Michigan State, 86 to 80. It was Drake over Wichita. State 53-52 and Texas Southern 60, Mount St. Mary's 52. In the NIT, NC State beats Davidson 75-61. Wildcats finish their season at 13-9. 16 games today in the NCAA tournament. First up at 12-15, Virginia Tech and Florida. Final game of the night at 10 p.m. will be Winthrop versus Villanova. In between, North Carolina will play Wisconsin on WBT at 7-10 p.m. Clemson versus Rutgers at 9-20. Panthers signed former Seahawks wide receiver David Moore. Also signed veteran cornerback Rashawn Melvin, who will be playing for his 10th NFL team. Buffalo Bills signed former Bears quarterback and former Tar Heel Mitch Trubisky. Bears release cornerback Kyle Fuller. Jim Zoki, WBT Sports. At WBT, we lead local. I'm Steve Counts, WBT News. Now, the real game begins. 
providing insight that they're not getting anywhere else. 14 years as Charlotte Mayor. Time to play the game! They're getting insight from someone who's actually had to make the tough decisions, that's been in the arena. Four years as NC Governor. That knows the game, that's played the game, that's been played by the game. Governor McCourt, really love the show. Um, oh, you an apology. Based on these recent events, I used to think that you were crying wolf, but these events have proven to be true, and yes, you called it out. Behind the scenes conversations. I'm going to say the governor's right. No talking points. Hey, man, what's going on? David from Asheville. WBT presents. Did you know Roger Stone? The Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson. Uh, now I know something about being stoned, but I don't know <laughs> Roger. <laughs> That's about it. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Brett Jensen sitting in for Bo Thompson today. Bo will be back on Monday because apparently he's just a little too tired to work today. He's taking a vacation. Yeah. I told him yesterday there are no vacations in radio. Yeah. So, but we do have the governor for the Pat McCoy Show here. Yeah, wait, wait, uh, Charlotte's wait. number one morning show. Number one. Number one. But... There are bigger things on my mind today, and it's not at the local level about the city of Charlotte wanting to get rid of single-family zoning. Unbelievable. Or at the state level where are schools open or closed or are they open or not? I have no idea. And we have woke training now for NC State students, which we're going to talk about later today. Or at the national level where everything's about identity politics even a terrible shooting in Atlanta we got to make it about identity politics not about the individual human beings that were tragically assassinated and at the international level you know we got Putin and Biden having a spat which is dangerous you see we both are nuclear powers and Biden fell for George Stephanopoulos' question is Putin a killer and Loaded question. Biden couldn't handle it. Now, the biggest problem on my plate right now is my dog. Y'all have a dog. I got a dog, and he's my boy. He's my son. He's our child. Mo, man. I mean, he's been a part of this show for three years, and I love him. But I took him to go get acupuncture yesterday because his hips and legs are giving out. John, you've been through this, hadn't you? Yeah, we had a lab golden named Buster. Yeah, Buster. He's faithful, good dog. You know, it gets to a point, though, where it's rough on him. You know, I have a lot of friends who are going through heck, and I've gone through, you know, my, I've watched my parents go through cancer and Alzheimer's. I have some very close friends who are going through terrible tragedy. But something about watching a dog age is the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. Hardest thing in the world. So this morning after taking my, I took my dog for acupuncture, and he did great. He did great. So, but this, yeah, thank you, Mo. I know he's listening right now. He's still, man. My cat Stevens, guy named Cat Stevens, he sings the songs about I love my dog. Isn't that great? So, this morning I woke up and showered, put on a brand new pair of socks, walked in the other room where my dog waits for me. He sleeps on a little bed. My dog rotates areas where he sleeps at night. And I walked in to look for him, and he wasn't there. Next thing I know, I feel a squish on my <laughs> brand-new socks on my feet. And I went, oh, jeez. My dog couldn't make it out the dog door today to do his thing. 
and he felt so guilty about it. That's and I went thing. in to feed him, and he didn't want to eat the food because he was guilty about. Man, I could see his guilt. He said, "Dad, I didn't mean to do it, man." And I said, "I love you, man. I ain't gonna. I'll never punish you. You're a perfect dog. You were the first dog of Charlotte." They had a statue. Yeah. They made a statue after Mo at the Western Residence, the Humane Society, put a statue in honor of my wife and my dog. Roy Cooper took it down. That was the first statue taken down in North Carolina. It was my dog. And he's a brown dog. Maybe Roy Cooper is a racist. He took down my dog. Apparently, my dog statues in a hidden place, apparently, in a in the attic at the Western Governor's Residence. I'm still mad about it, Governor Cooper. My dog's mad at Moe's mad about it, too. He's he had a statue overlooking the mountains, looking at Mount Pisgah. And now my dog's aging, and it sure would be nice if you brought that dog out, the statue out of the attic and put it back up. So I know we're all having problems, but... My dog's my big problem right now, and love your dog today. Love your dog today, because I'm going to. But right. later on, we're going to talk about, uh, I'm sorry, I did, it's just on my mind. Oh, of course. Plus, it's still on my socks. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was Have you ever tried to was. clean that stuff off of brand new? I just taken the socks out of the dry cleaner. Well, that's what garbage uh, pails are yeah. for. You just throw them away. That's why. That's why God invented more than one pair of socks. And then I had to go pick up the other, you know, clumps. <laughs> the question is, when you stepped on it, did you smash it in the Oh, cup? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My wife doesn't know about it. She hadn't woke up yet. And I didn't want to ruin her day because he had done it the night before on her ottoman. So, but, man, he, he's – I forgive him. Oh, of course. <laughs> Got to. Mo man. First dog of North Carolina for four years. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty spectacular. He like uh, Biden's dog didn't do too well <laughs> at the uh, executive mansion. Oh. I can't talk about that though because he's a perfect dog despite him taking two squirrels. He killed two squirrels his first day. The squirrels were kind of spoiled in Raleigh. They weren't used to dogs chasing. I mean, first day. Moe's bringing in squirrels in the exact same way. <laughs> 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 oh, big old 100-pound laugh. All right, well, coming go. up, we're going to be talking about, uh, well, we got Tark and Parcarly. Yeah, we got Tark and coming up at uh, 835 to talk about the zoning. And, and I'm going to replay else. I'm going to replay a thing that's going on in Raleigh right now at NC State University. That If you're an NC State graduate, Wolfpack, you got to know what's going on in your campus with kids right now. And if you go to another state university, it's probably happening there, too, and we don't know about it yet. Coming up right here on the Pat McCrory Show with, man, the man. The man who doesn't take vacation, Big Brett. That's right. And Brett Jensen. Yeah. All right, so let's swing on over to the WBT Traffic Center with Pam Warner.
From the Parks Heating and Cooling Traffic Center, satisfaction guaranteed of the Parksway. We do have 77 southbound at John Belk. We do have the right shoulder currently blocked for a wreck. I definitely just want to watch your speed on that approach. Again, we're going to take another look at 45 at Harris Boulevard. Uh, that's been a headache for a good part of the morning. We did have an earlier overturned box truck. Now, they were able to upright it, but the right lane is still blocked in that area, and traffic is really backed up toward I-77. It's not completely clear. Once it does, I have faith that traffic is just going to start moving freely. Also, we are looking at International Airport Drive at West Boulevard, where, where we have an accident, and Shamrock Drive at Eastway Drive, also a fender bender, and a new hit and run checking in on the 4100 block of Conway Avenue. I'm Pam Warner, WBT Traffic. I'm Steve Kelts in the WBT News Center. The House of Representatives is approving two immigration bills, including one that would offer citizenship for so-called dreamers, said to number around 2 million, as well as for around 1 million immigrant farm workers and other migrants who've come to the U.S. illegally. But both bills face an uncertain fate in the U.S. Senate, where Republicans are demanding steps to toughen border security to be included in those bills. And two major announcements on big-name corporations setting up shop in North Carolina coming up at 830, WBT News Time 816. Hi, Rick Edelman here. Tune in on Saturday to discover how you should be handling your savings, investments, and all your personal finances right now. The Rick Edelman Show, Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m., right here on News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Hey, it's Brett here. Have you seen interest rates today? They're historically low. Call my guy Grayson from Home Loans, Inc. Knowledge is power. My guy Grayson has that knowledge for a new mortgage or a refi. Even if you refinanced six months ago, you can do it again. Do a cash-out refi and tap into your equity and still lower your monthly payment. I wouldn't endorse Grayson if he didn't do a great job and look out for your best interests. Call 704-274-2670. That's 704-274-2670. Home Loans, Inc. Animal SID 1728740. And cooperative Canadian employer. Rates and offers subject to lender approval. It's bow time. Tick, tick, boom. Like a powder keg in your mouth. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy. Chicken marinated 12 hours bold. Iced tea steeped 12 minutes lazy. Right now, get an eight-piece meal for just $19.99. It's bow time. Your WBT weather forecast, cloudy today after some lingering rain this morning. Winds will be gusting up to about 25 miles an hour at times. Be careful, high temps today, low to mid-50s. Partly cloudy tonight, most of the weekend too. Overnight lows right around 40 through the weekend. Daytime high Saturday, upper 50s and low 60s on Sunday. Now 50 in Uptown Charlotte, I'm Steve Counts, News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT News. Back with Rich and Richie from Affordable Siding and Windows. It's that time of year again when you start getting back outside more and take a look at your home, see what winter has really done to it. Does the house need painting? What about the windows and doors? What about the roof, the gutters? If you have any issues siding, windows, roofing, gutters, or doors, the only company to call is Affordable Siding and Windows. And what makes us different? We're truly locally owned and operated. We have our own crews, our own products, warranties like no one else in the industry. And let's not forget, no one will ever match our quality and beat our price. It's been rich and richy since the beginning. It'll be rich and richy till the end. For the month of March, take $1,500 off our exclusive C. Cedar Ridge Siding, and take $1,500 off James Hardy Siding as well. Buy two windows and get the third one free. And take $500 off any custom entry door. And $500 off of roofing. Come by our show home on Monroe Road and see, touch, and feel these products for yourself. Affordable Siding and Windows, 704-536-6225 or affordablesiding.com. 
If you want a healthy green lawn this spring, you need to act now. Hey, John Hancock from my guys at Secure Turf. Call Secure Turf now to get on the schedule for spring services. They handle it all for you. Fertilizer, pre-emergence, everything you need to get the best lawn in your neighborhood. Here's the number, 704-821-1900. You can text or call 821-1900. Secure Turf is the only lawn care company I recommend. They're local, they're family-owned, they're affordable, they're reliable, and they get results. Don't go through another year with that same lawn care company that takes your money and leaves you with brown patches and weeds. It's time to make a change, and this is the time to do it. Ryan and his team have serviced the Queen City for 30 years, and they do it right. And as an exclusive offer, if you mention Hancock, you get a month free when you sign up for their annual program. Learn more at SecureTurf.com, but go ahead and call or text them right now, 704-821-1900. 704-821-1900. 704-821-1900. We're here with Felix Sabatis. Felix Sabatis, Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte. What's the secret sauce of the customer service at your South Boulevard store? We have a very simple philosophy. The customer is right 100% of the time. The follow-up and the service department, the warranty is very important to us. So we got to make sure that when you come into that service drive, the person that greets you, greets you with respect. When you leave, your car is washed. To us, service is the most important aspect of our business. Visit my friends at Felix Sabatis, Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com radio. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need an expert to help navigate the home loan process, Rocket can. When you need certainty in the home buying process with a loan that fits your life, Rocket can. The Brett Winterbull Show. The government is not the people. The government will tell you they are representing the people. The government will tell you they are protecting the people. The government will tell you whatever they have to tell you. But at the end of the day, we're a nation made up of individuals, and by and large, as far as I have seen in my travels in my life, Americans are a pretty great lot of humans. Stay connected. Brad Winterbull, tomorrow afternoon, 3 to 6. WWBT. Your emergency situation station. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110-993 WPT. NC State, one of the great engineering schools in the nation and here in North Carolina. Spent a lot of time there as a governor. Trying to help the university, especially in the sciences and engineering. Passed a bond to help engin- uh, help the ag school also build a new building for agriculture. Very important part of our economy. 
So what's NC State doing with all their money? Well, it's official. They are now requiring students to take an online diversity training course. The training called Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion for Students aims to equip learners with the information and skills necessary to create a respectful and welcoming environment for everyone, according to campusreform.org. According to the university website, NC State University website, which you're paying for, and so am I, topics in the training include identity selfhood. I've been meaning to talk to you about your identity selfhood, Bo Thompson. <laughs> He's showing me a picture of Jim Valvano. That's me and Jim Valvano. I'm, I was, Jim Valvano. I was going to say Jim's name first. I didn't know if you'd recognize me because I was in the seventh grade. but Yeah, I recognize you. Right. You look like a Boy Scout. Jim Valvano Basketball School. I played golf with Jim Valvano one time here at a celebrity golf tournament. And I said, it must be nice. Just talking for a living. And he went, and what do you do? And I <laughs> shut me up real quick. He was great. I love it. He was him. foreshadowing. According to the university website, key topics in the training include identity selfhood, imposter syndrome. That's David from Asheville right there. Imposter syndrome. Identity transitions. Power. Privilege. Oppression, bias, respect, allyship, allyship, I have no idea what that means, and self-care. In the training, for example, students are forced to participate in a quiz that is used to spot or recognize their privilege. This is NC State. Their privilege. I've been wanting to talk to you, Bo Thompson, about your privilege. Yeah, you. Davidson, Myers Park, getting to work with Pat McCrory. What a privilege. <laughs> now, you, now I understand where you're going. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. According to the training, privilege is described as the set of advantages that a group gains when another group is stereotyped, stigmatized, or otherwise oppressed. That's me, buddy. Oppressed. You've been, you and the management team around here have been oppressing me for mm-hmm. three freaking years. Mm-hmm. The training states that, in, I quote, people with privilege may use something called tone policy where people attempt to shut others down based upon the emotional state, then using it to negative their argument, negate their argument. People with privilege, according to the training, do this in order to preserve their status quo. That's you to me all the time. Mm -hmm. The American Bar Association, by the way, defines hate speech as speech that offends, threatens, or insults groups based upon race, color, religion, national origin, sexual orientation, disability, or other traits. Hmm. The training also devised as splaining. Now, this is me. This is me with you. Because remember every time I tell you, 
I've taught you everything you know, but mm-hmm. I haven't taught you everything I know. Well, mm-hmm. I've been splaining to you, apparently. That's Pat splaining. That's Pat splaining. Splaining is something <laughs> that happens when someone with privilege assumes they have expertise and start explaining oppression to a member of an oppressed group rather than listening. The training continues to state white splaining is a form of racism. Got a memo from management right here that I need to officially apologize to you for all my white splaining. You know, kind of talking down to you because you only went to Davidson and Myers Park. And, you know, I went to Ragsdale High School in Catawba. And I, I'm supposed to apologize for kind of not understanding the oppression that you have felt throughout your life, Bo Thompson. The oppression that I feel happens every day between 8 and 10. <laughs> That's just coincidental <laughs> yeah. that I'm here from 8 to 10. <laughs> Well, now we know why, because I've been white-splaining to you. <laughs> Pat-splaining. Now, uh, North Carolina, yeah, Pat-splaining. North Carolina State University students have until April 1 to complete this training. No, it's not training. It's indoctrination. So when NC State plays Davidson, God, I hope they have this training beforehand. Tonight. So when they dunk on Davidson, they don't, you know, dunk and say, let me tell you how I play ball. (laughs) Maybe you should go volunteer to ref I'll tell you, this is just, this is NC State University. This isn't some private college. This is our university. You think Jim Valvano could do this? No. It's just, where are the alumni? If I were the alumni right now, I would stop giving them money or demand they get rid of this stuff because it's insulting to all of us. Well, the NC State trustees now know about this training, partly due to this show, and so do members of the Board of Governor. And they're asking the question, who came up with this? Who's paying for it? Who made the decision for this? And is there a way the students can refuse it? This is RNC State. Who won last night against uh, Davidson in the NIT? How ironic that NC State played Davidson last night. Two privileged basketball teams. Coming up next, we got Tark McCarty, Charlotte City Councilmember, will be joining us live. But right mm-hmm. now, let's go to the WBT Newsroom with Steve Counts. Thank you, Brett. Two major corporations setting up new operations in North Carolina revealed in dual announcements from Governor Roy Cooper Thursday. One of those corporations is Google, which says it's launching a cloud computing hub later this year in Durham. The hub will create more than 1,000 jobs in the area, making it one of Google Cloud's top five engineering sites in the country. This is an exciting day in North Carolina. We are a knowledge capital from life sciences to technology. A Google spokesperson tells me the jobs will range from networking to analytics to systems infrastructure engineering. They plan to primarily hire new people from the area rather than moving employees from other cities. Google's teaming up with Duke University to sublease space in the Durham Innovation District for now. A spokesperson tells me they'll eventually find a permanent site in the Bull City. Reporter Bridget Chapman with CBS 17 in Raleigh. The other announcement, Fujifilm Biosynth Biotechnologies 
spending more than $2 billion on a new biotech manufacturing plant just south of Raleigh. We've had a long-established relationship here in uh, North Carolina with our Morrisville facility in RTP, a facility that is today developing and manufacturing over 60 different products. That's Chief Executive Martin Meeson. He says more than 700 jobs will go along with that new project in Holly Springs. That's slated for completion in the year 2025. NASA was able to successfully complete an engine test firing of its moon rocket Thursday after the first attempt a couple of months ago ended prematurely. This time, the four main engines of the rocket's core stage remained ignited for the full eight minutes. NASA officials calling it a major milestone and sending astronauts back to the moon, but declined to say when that might happen. The Trump administration had pressed for a moon landing by astronauts by the year 2024, a deadline that seems increasingly difficult to achieve at this point. News Talk 1110-993 WBT. Traffic check from the Parks Heating and Cooling Traffic Center. Satisfaction guaranteed the Parks Way. Here's Pam Warner. We are seeing reports of a new wreck on 77 northbound near Trade Street. Also, I-77 south at John Belk. It is off to the right shoulder. Uh, traffic seems to be getting by okay, but it is moving a lot slower than expected. Uh, we do have Huntley Place at Providence Road uh, dealing with a wreck, and the 9700 block of railroads got a disabled vehicle. Uh, they are working to get that one off to the shoulder as well. It's only been there for about 15 minutes. Going to give them a little longer to tend to that. And an earlier hit and run also clearing in the 4100 block of Conway Avenue. I'm Pam Warner. WBT Traffic. WBT Sports at 831. Here's Jim Zoki. Appalachian State playing in their first NCAA tournament in 21 years makes it interesting, but come up a point short, 54-53, losing to Norfolk State last night, rallying from a 19-point deficit to take a six-point lead. Mountaineers missed their first 23-point attempts in the game. Also from the first four, UCLA over Michigan State, 86-80. Drake gets by Wichita State, 53-52. Texas Southern over Mount St. Mary's, 60-52. NIT last night, NC State eliminates Davidson by a score of 75-61. 16 games today in the NCAA tournament. First at 12:15, Virginia Tech versus Florida. Winthrop and Villanova the final game tonight at 10 p.m. North Carolina plays Wisconsin 7:10 p.m. on WBT. Also Clemson versus Rutgers at 9:20. Hornets lose at the LA Lakers 116 to 105. Lamelo Ball 26 points in the loss. LeBron James 37 points for LA. Panthers sign former Seahawks wide receiver David Moore. Also get veteran cornerback Rashawn Melvin. He'll be on his 10th NFL. Team. Buffalo Bills signed former Bears and UNC quarterback Mitchell Trubisky. Chicago also releasing cornerback Kyle Fuller. Columbus over the Carolina Hurricanes in overtime 3-2. Jim Zoki, WBT Sports. Felix Sabatis, Ford Lincoln of South Boulevard. Felix, tell us more about the incredible service that you get at both Ford and Lincoln. Our service riders are trained to please the customer. That brings the customer back because you have confidence that the service riders are going to take good care of them. Especially now with COVID, we disinfect the cars and we bring it back to the customer. So we, we do a lot of things that other people don't do. And once you become a Felix Sabatis Lincoln or Felix Sabatis Ford customer and come to a service department one time, you'll never go anywhere else to get service, ever. Felix Sabatis, Ford Lincoln of South Boulevard. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. 
8.33. Here's your WBT weather forecast. Some leftover rain this morning should clear out by this afternoon. No threat of tornadoes today, but winds will be gusting up to 20, 25 miles an hour at times. High temps today, low to mid-50s. Partly cloudy tonight, lows early tomorrow morning in the upper 30s. Now 50 in Mount Holly, 49 in Uptown Charlotte. I'm Steve Counts, WBT News. Hi, this is Dr. Kempter and Dr. Van Gerp from Carolina Sleep Solutions. We have an exciting announcement. As many of you know, we have been providing top-notch care for our patients who suffer from sleep apnea and snoring. As we've continued to advance in our treatment approach, it became obvious to us that we needed to add advanced TMJ pain treatment to our practices. Through the years of treating patients, we have seen a direct connection with patients who have sleep problems and TMJ disorders. We've made the necessary investments to provide this service to the Charlotte area. In our practice, it's common to see patients who not only have issues with snoring and sleep apnea, but problems with headaches, clicking jaw joints, and teeth grinding as well. So we're happy to announce our new practice name. Carolina Sleep Solutions is now the Center for TMJ and Sleep Apnea. For more information, visit tmjsleep.com. That's tmjsleep.com. Or call the office at 704-220-9000. 1930. If you're a bargain shopper, you're going to love what we're doing this month at Plaza Appliance Mart. Hi, I'm Bill Pleasants. It's our once-a-year clearance sale. This is when we say out with the old and in with the new. With crazy deals on floor models, overstocks, closeouts, open box items from all manufacturers, including Whirlpool, KitchenAid, Dependable Maytag, and many more. Get deep discounts on thousands of select appliances, up to 40% off and more. Save thousands of dollars off select French door refrigerators. Save hundreds of dollars off new washers and dryers. Get specific items and check prices now at plazaappliancemart.com and go to the clearance tab at the top. You can even start a chat with one of our experts online. Cooktops, microwaves, wine coolers, gas cooktops, washers, dryers, all in perfect condition, but just need to go. Some prices so good, we can't even put them on the radio. Go to plazaappliancemart.com, find the clearance tab now. You can chat online anytime. Hurry, this once a year event ends March 31st. Plaza Appliance Mart, what you can't get anywhere else. Woo! This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110 99.3 WPT. News Talk 1110 99.3 WBT. Brett Jensen sitting in for Bo Thompson today. But don't fret, the governor is sitting right next to me, Governor McCrory. And joining us right now on the WBT hotline is Charlotte City Council Member Tark McCrory. Councilman Tark McCarry, the Honorable Tark McCarry, glad to have you on. You know, I've been talking about the three years and how radical our local governments have gotten regarding our schools, regarding public safety, regarding the homeless. But boy, now they've gotten so radical that the left liberals, the elite liberals in our community are going, whoa, wait a minute, that's too radical because that could impact me. And that has to do with eliminating single-family zoning or letting people have the opportunity to convert their single-family zoning house to a multifamily. Tear it down and let's build a multifamily. Not just at the corners, which we're allowed to do in certain parts of Charlotte, like on Queens Road, the corner duplexes. That's why they're there. They're allowed. But in between the duplexes, you can't go tear down a house and build a duplex, right? Dark. That is correct, sir. <laughs> it's uh, it's not radical in the sense that like how Bo Thompson used to refer to his skateboard moves back uh, back in, in high school days. It's, it's 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 
in, in layman's terms, really, if you think about it, it's this blunt tool by which they're trying to create affordability across the city. And, and that's at best. And I think at worst, it's, it's more of a restorative justice angle. And really, it does neither one of those two things. It, it takes people by right uh, with the ability to say, all right, I'm going to tear down this house and I'm going to put up at least a triplex by right. And in many cases, a quadplex. Um, and, and what it doesn't do is it, 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 it creates density, which doesn't necessarily equal affordability. That just means Mm-mm. more units. Mm-mm. But it isn't going to be the parts of town that really have, you know, super high land costs. This will be an irritation there, but it will be a devastation in the lower land cost parts of town where developers are going to be able to come in and really make a a pretty penny just kind of going through and churning them. And again, it won't get more affordability. It'll just be more units to be able to sell. You're absolutely right. And yet, you have a fellow councilman who wrote a friend of mine who was criticizing, how dare you get rid of single-family housing in my neighborhood? I moved in this neighborhood because I like the single-family housing. I don't want a triplex next door to my house and to my family. And the response they got was, you're a racist. Single-family housing zoning is racist. That was one of our council members. You know, the guy that was arrested? (laughs) That'd be Braxton Winston. Okay, that would be Braxton. He wrote a letter back to this guy. We read it last week. Saying, you're a racist. You're supporting racist zoning policies in North Carolina, in Charlotte. How do you respond to that? Because that means I was a racist because I voted for these things for 14 years. Richard Van Root was a racist. Harvey Gantt was a racist. Anyone who supported this type of zoning for the past 100 years obviously was a racist. Yeah, well, you know, Mr. Winston is actually a good friend of mine, yet we... Um, we are we get sideways on certain issues with each other, and this one is is we, we just do not see this even remotely similarly. We've debated it one on one for weeks now, and we just we, we we don't see it that way. I I think he truly believes what he's saying now. I think it's a bad approach to reply to constituents when you represent everyone with that with those kind of two sentence kind of inflammatory language two but, sentence you know. letter two sentence letter responding to him it, I, I was shocked i was shocked that uh he, he said that and it was a very well thought out letter written to uh winston um there's another thing in this but but the dilemma we have is our neighborhoods you know, one of the great things in, in the wedges between our high density, like the light rail line along South Boulevard, which I helped institute and made it high density so the light rail line would work. But in between the wedges, we guaranteed that we'd keep that single family protection of our neighborhoods. And that was the deal we made. Yeah, and it's not, I mean, it's, it's almost um, unfair to call it kind of single family protection. It's, it's protection of what people bought into. If I bought into a condo and I put my American dream hard-earned money and that became one of my largest assets, well, I want you to protect the condo. So I think the other side is using this narrative of 
single family dwelling units are the, you know, uh, epitome of racism. It's we're talking about home ownership and and protecting of what people bought into and not flooding those those values and redistributing that wealth to the developers or to whoever else is, is getting that. And the, the worst part of it all, again, where, where I started is it's, it's ironic, this narrative that's being thrown out there. It's. It's the exact opposite. The people who can afford it least are the ones who are going to get hurt the most. You are so right. In fact, it's going to gentrify other neighborhoods, especially exactly. near near the center city, because the land prices are going to go so up. So a developer will buy that single-family home and build a duplex or a triplex and charge an extreme amount based upon the land value. And, and the, the, the people, Pat, who who wrote the manifesto that leads this this 320-page document, what they should have been thinking about if they really – I believe there's always there's, – there's really two kinds of people in this world. There's the people who talk about all the great things they're going to do and never do it, and then there's the people who do the work and don't really talk about it all that much. If they really wanted equity – and the restorative justice, that is a fair thing to talk about, right? In, in the terms of history, they wouldn't have made a huge manifesto like that. You know what they would have done? They would have found ways to use a scalpel to do things that truly built wealth and created upward mobility, things like pr- promoting home ownership and, and uh, uh, jobs and all the kind of training and the things that go together to actually bring someone from the bottom to the third or second quintile of upward mobility. Charlotte City Council member, Tark Bakari, well, joining us. Boy, we could spend a time. I've read that upward mobility report saying Charlotte is the last last place of upward mobility. Tark, it's, that's the biggest bunch of crap report I've ever read in my life. So we'll talk exactly. about that another day. <laughs> that, that report is a dangerous thing because oh. I hate it. I, you know why I hate it? Because what it did is it made people like Charlotte, you know, take a note and say we're 50 out of 50. But it made <laughs> other people higher on that list say, oh, we're doing better. When the reality is everyone's pretty bad at that. And we're talking about a couple, you know, points between last and first. Oh, how they and develop it, it, those point systems is total crap. All right, real quick, real quick. I know my they got to run advertisements here and the news. Quid pro quo on zoning, part of this plan. Ten seconds. Explain how what staff wants to do with that. You've got to go in and read this plan, and you've got to sign up to speak against it. And when you're reading it, check out Community Benefit Agreement, CBA. It essentially takes us from the process and planning-based city we wanted to be back to the deal-making where now – developers are going to have to enter into a standardized negotiation process while so folks can say well i want a water fountain and i want a park if you want to build here uh you talk about corruption it's on the way it already's here Mm. charlotte city council Bakari here on the pat mccoy show i admire tark for doing his homework on this really do tark thank you very much yes sir good to to talk to you guys and let's swing on over to the wbt traffic center with pam warner 
from the Parks Heating and Cooling Traffic Center Satisfaction Guarantee to the Parksway. We are finally getting the all clear on Outer Loop 45 at Harris Boulevard, where we did have that earlier overturned box truck. A traffic will be catching back up to speed shortly. Looking at a wreck on 77 southbound near Trade Street, as well as 77 south at John Belk. That one's still off to the right shoulder, waiting for them to move that out of the way completely. Got a hit and run north Tryon Street at Orr Road, as well as slowdowns for a wreck on south of Tryon at Presley Road. Inflammation is your body's defense mechanism to fight off toxins, injuries, and infections. Inflammation itself isn't bad for you, but chronic inflammation can damage your health long-term. Join Dr. Ernst this Saturday as he discusses foods to avoid chronic inflammation and which foods to opt for. 3 p.m. this Saturday on Newstalk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. I'm Pam Warner, WBT Traffic. I'm Steve Counts in the WBT News Center. Still some unsettled weather out there this morning. No threat of tornadoes reported from the National Weather Service today after it did issue a tornado warning for parts of Charlotte late Thursday afternoon. That warning was posted for southern Mecklenburg County, parts of Union County, and York County after radar showed a rotation that could have become a tornado near Rock Hill, TGK, Carowinds just after 4.30 yesterday afternoon. No confirmation yet as to whether a tornado actually did form. So far, no major damages have been reported. The National Weather Service posted tornado watches yesterday in at least 26 counties across North Carolina, mostly in the central part of the state. Governor Roy Cooper's issued a state of emergency to help with any storm-related damage assistance. Two immigration bills have been passed by the House of Representatives. That and more coming up at 9 o'clock. WBT News Time, 846. Well, I've been stuck in my house for a year now. It's got good bones, but HGTV it ain't. Hey, y'all, it's Fanny, and if you're like me, you've thought about all kinds of love it or list it stuff you could do, but who wants to move walls and all that mess just to freshen up your house? You don't want to hometown it, just liven it up. Hey, brother, this property just needs some style. The solution for your fixer-upper problem is Carpet Discount Warehouse. They can help you jazz up your space, and you don't have to be a design star to do it. Carpet Discount Warehouse has just the right carpet or luxury vinyl tile to cover a room or your whole house. Choose from rolls of carpet and boxes of luxury vinyl tile just sitting there waiting for you. Or grab your measuring tape and design the perfect size custom area rug to make that room pop. They make them from any carpet you choose right there in the store and fast. If you're hunting the perfect look for your house, start at Carpet Discount Warehouse, 6100 East Independence, right behind the Bojangles. Tell them Fanny sent you. Did I say hurry? Here's your WBT weather forecast. Cloudy today, some lingering rain this morning. Winds gusting up to 25 miles an hour at times today. High temps, low to mid-50s. Partly cloudy tonight, most of the weekend. Overnight lows tonight, right around 40, and that'll be the case through the weekend. As far as overnight lows, daytime highs Saturday in the upper 50s. Now 49 in Uptown Charlotte. I'm Steve Counts, News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT News. You can shop around as I did, but you're going to end right up at Diamonds Direct because they're going to be able to offer you the very most for the very least, and they're going to stand behind it. Richard Caldwell, owner of Affordable Siding and Windows, on his experience at Diamonds Direct. When you invest your money there, you're going to realize you made a good sound investment. Celebrating a milestone anniversary, Richard was looking for a large, rare, heart-shaped diamond. I'd looked online. I'd actually shopped a couple of local stores. I'd shopped one of their so-called competitors, and they could not begin to touch the size, the quality, or the pricing. But beyond all that, Richard says the customer service at Diamonds Direct was off the charts. They took care of us like we were fans. Family, and for me, that means absolutely everything. Diamonds Direct, the trusted source for diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry for over two decades. At Affordable Siding and Windows, we've built our reputation on quality and integrity. And at Diamonds Direct, their integrity is impeccable. Sharon Road, across from South Park Mall, the Carolina's direct diamond importer. Diamonds Direct. 
Hey, this is Pat McCrory with the Chief of Community and Government Relations for CPI, Kerr Putney. One thing you realize is, police chief, we can't rely on just the police protecting our homes. Without a doubt. We always encourage people to take proactive measures, including an alarm system. CPI obviously is one of the best in the whole region. They do more than just security, though. They're engaged in the community. They're invested in the community to make people feel not only safe based on the business model that they have, but also that they feel comforted and engaged and involved. So comprehensively, probably the best that I know of in personal and residential security. CPI security is not just about security, it's about community. And you saw that firsthand. The relationship goes back almost two decades with Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department, agencies across this state and South Carolina. So that partnership has paid dividends for us locally and continue to pay dividends across the whole CPI footprint. They're ready when you need them most. To find out more, visit mycpi.com. Mycpi.com. Are you thinking about refinancing your home to get cash out for college, a renovation, or to pay off debt? The last thing you want to do is pay thousands of dollars in unnecessary closing costs just to access the equity in your home. After all, you have plans for that money. Cap your closing costs with Capsoner, your local North Carolina lender. We just helped a client who was a professional chef finance the remodeling of his dream kitchen. By avoiding typical closing costs, he had even more money to put towards the premium quality he had hoped for. So the cash-out refinance has been a win-win-win for him. We were able to get his rate down, he's using the cash for something he is passionate about, and the money is actually going back into his home. Cap your closing costs. Visit CapCenter.com. Equal housing lender. Visit CapCenter.com for rates, savings, and offer limitations. NMLS ID 67717. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. The Brett Winterbull Show. The government is not the people. The government will tell you they are representing the people. The government will tell you they are protecting the people. The government will tell you whatever they have to tell you. But at the end of the day, we're a nation made up of individuals, and by and large, as far as I have seen in my travels in my life, Americans are a pretty great lot of humans. Stay connected. Brett Winterbull. This afternoon, 3 to 6. WWBBT. Your emergency situation station. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110, 99.3 WPT. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Brett Jensen sitting in for Bo Thompson, who will return on Monday. But Governor Quarry is in studio. And coming up next hour, NBC's Meet the Press. Chuck Todd will be joining us as well. So one of the big tricks that you news people use on politicians. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Brett Jensen. Oh, that's right. That's right. Is you ask these loaded, closed questions. Like, uh, you know, to Trump, are you a racist? Or to Andrew Cuomo, are you a sexual predator? Or to now Joe Biden, George Stephanopoulos, of all people who used to work for Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, how did this guy become an anchor is beyond me. I don't know what journalism school he went to, but uh, anyway. Um, George Stephanopoulos asked a loaded question, which... I think Stephanopoulos thought he was being friendly because anything you say about Putin is really a shot at, at former President Trump. That's what it's all about. That's what we're seeing with the shootings of the uh, sad shootings in Atlanta of the Korean 
people uh, who were tragically assassinated yesterday or day before yesterday, and they're trying to make it into a political thing and a, a Trump thing because of the Chinese virus comment. So they were asking the question to Biden about Putin to take a shot at Trump. So he asked a loaded question to Biden, and Biden couldn't handle it, and he's got himself in a bind. You know about the loaded questions. You've done that before. The the most famous loaded question of all time is, so, Governor McCrory, do you still beat your wife? That's like the most loaded question of all time. That they'll you say, never asked me that. No, question. I've never asked you. Gosh that. Almighty, that, that just killed me. No, it's a. Do you continue? Yeah, to, no. Yeah, do you, do you, still, yeah, do you still? Do you still beat your wife? And yeah, you're like, yeah, wait yeah. a minute. Well, and then when you say no, you're like, oh, so you've stopped so, beating? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But right. the the closed-ended question yep. is, you know, are you blank? Yeah. And of course, right now it's all about identity politics. So there are a lot of closed questions about identity politics going on where one person accuses another of being against a certain type of identity. But this, with regards to international relations, let's let's replay the George Stepanopoulos thing. So you know Vladimir Putin. You think he's a killer? Mm-hmm. I do. So what price must he pay? All right, stop, stop. All of a sudden. So how did you, what did you think of that question? You're a news guy. Do you think he's a killer? What killer? And the problem is, George asked that question knowing there's no correct answer. There is no correct mm-hmm. because he goes because if if Biden tries to be diplomatic, mm-hmm. then he's going to come across like he's um, a Putin apologist, like like they try to label Trump. And if he says this, like what he said. Then now, oh my gosh, look what's going on between Russia and it's just there was a no win situation for Biden um, unless he gave a famous non answer answer. And Biden kind of went, uh huh. Let's play that again one more time because when he asked the question, he didn't re- give an example of killing. I think he was referring to trying to kill a member of his opposition with poison. Right. So, so you know Vladimir Putin, you think he's a killer? I don't know what Stephanopoulos' endgame was on that. To get clicks. <laughs> and he's getting them right now. Let's continue to play that a little more. So, you know. I do. So what price must he pay? The price he's going to pay, well, you'll see shortly. Well, you'll see shortly. Wow, what kind of price could that be? Are we going to... More sanctions? That's the only oh, thing boy. I can think well, of. War? Death penalty? Close down the Russian embassy? You're going to see, because he doesn't know at that time. That, By the way, that's a typical politician. I've been in that spot where they ask me a question, and I don't know the answer to Well, you're going to find out. <laughs> As soon as I know what the hell we're going to do. <laughs> you know, that's the old stall. You know, another good stall is when you ask a question like that, you say, you know, that's an interesting question. And while you're saying back to the reporter, that's that's an interesting question, but let's put it in context. And you see the problem. One reason Trump did kiss up to Putin a little bit on the question, whenever they asked Trump, did you talk about to Putin about interfering with the election? Do you know why Trump never brought it up? It's because the United States interferes in other elections, too, and Putin's smart enough to go, you mean like the United States interfering in my elections? 
And we wouldn't deny it because for 50 years, all my life, Russia has tried to interfere with our elections and we've tried to interfere with their elections. Mm-hmm. 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 So that's one reason Trump, behind the scenes, I'm telling you, behind the scenes, remember when Trump met with Putin and afterwards, why didn't you ask about interfering with our elections? Let me tell you the real reason is because Putin would have come back and gone, well, you know, we know your CIA has been in our country trying to interfere with our elections. Sort of like what China did over the weekend. That's exactly right. You got it, Brett. China, we started talking about the human rights with China. Well, they'll say, well, I looked at the news the other day and saw your protest in America. And Black Lives Matter, and and here they were talking to liberals, and liberals couldn't deny it because they're playing that up. You know, I didn't go to you know Myers Park or Davidson. And you're I, not privileged. You know, and I did go to high school in Gaston County at Ashbrook. Right. So but, you're not privileged. But I can still every once in a while pull a rabbit out of the hat. Yeah. Hmm. So. Uh, are you a communist? <laughs> are you a socialist? Are you still yeah, are you still a communist? You still a socialist? Are you still going to the strip bars to investigate uh, the COVID things? Brett Jensen? Six foot lap dances. Six foot gotta be six feet away. And you were doing it on you're turning in expenses here at from Old Pineville Road. I saw them. Look, it's all in the name of journalism. <laughs> Chuck Todd coming up next hour here on the Pat McCrory Show. WBTAM Charlotte. WBTFM Chester. WLNK HD2 Charlotte. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. I'm Steve Counts in the WBT News Center. A pathway to citizenship for so-called dreamers has passed the House of Representatives. Prospects in the Senate not yet known. Nine Republicans joined Democrats to approve legislation that would give legal status and a path to citizenship to about two million dreamers. Immigrants brought to the U.S. illegally as children. It's always been a pleasure for me to sing the praises of our dreamers. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says dreamers are strengthening the country. Republican leader Kevin McCarthy wants stronger attention on border security. Our border agents are overwhelmed and they deserve the help of their federal government. A standalone Dream Act is unlikely to win passage in the Senate, where all 50 Democrats would need at least 10 Republicans to advance an immigration bill. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. News Talk 1110-993 WBT from the Parks Heating and Cooling Traffic Center. Satisfaction guaranteed the Parks Way. Here's Pam Warner. So we are seeing reports right now of a roadblock Tyvola Road at Park Road. Also slowdowns for a wreck in the 500 block of Kingville Drive. Another accident in the 5600 block of Randolph Road. And it looks like we do have a hit and run north of Tryon Street at Orr Road. Officials are responding to that wreck. Just make sure that you are extra careful on that approach. This report is brought to you by Fairway Green. Nothing beats a Fairway Green lawn. Now's the perfect time. Time to begin crabgrass and weed control to ensure a beautiful lush lawn this spring. Let Fairway Green help you have the best lawn in the neighborhood because nothing beats a Fairway Green lawn. Fairwaygreen.com. I'm Pam Warner, WBT Traffic. WBT News Time at 9 o'clock. The Alaska meeting between U.S. and Chinese officials got off to a tense start Thursday. The talks were unusually fiery for a diplomatic meeting, at least at the start. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said China's behavior threatens global stability. The United States relationship with China will be competitive where it should be, collaborative where it can be, adversarial where it must be. Blinken's Chinese counterpart shot back. He said U.S. democracy is struggling and black Americans are being slaughtered. 
The State Department says private discussions that followed were substantive and serious. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Russian President Vladimir Putin reacting to comments made this week by President Biden about Putin. Biden was asked this week in an interview with ABC whether he believed Putin was a killer. Biden says he does. In response, Vladimir Putin says, quote, I remember in my childhood when we argued in the courtyard with each other, we used to say, it takes one to know one. And that's not a coincidence, not just a children's saying or joke. Fox's Rich Edson at the State Department. Russia's foreign ministry withdrew its ambassador to the U.S. this week after that ABC News interview. Russia's president also inviting President Biden to a live online debate for all the world to see. But the White House is not commenting on that at this point. After a bit of a delay, the U.S. now has a new CIA chief. Veteran diplomat William J. Burns will lead the CIA, approved in a Senate confirmation vote yesterday. He got bipartisan support from Democrats and Republicans on the Senate Intelligence Committee before the vote went to the full Senate. His nomination was initially blocked by Senator Ted Cruz in an effort to pressure the Biden administration over the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, but the vote was cleared after the block was lifted. Burns is a former ambassador to Russia and Jordan and has also worked as Deputy Secretary of State in the Obama administration administration, where he was a key player in starting the talks that led to the Iran nuclear deal. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. The Senate also confirmed California Attorney General Javier Becerra as President Biden's health secretary after strong object- objections from Republicans who argued that Becerra has little to no experience in the health care field. An attempt in the House of Representatives Thursday by Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy to remove California Democrat Eric Swalwell from the House Intelligence Committee was blocked, mostly along party lines. Republicans want Swalwell off the committee due to an intimate relationship they say he once had with an alleged buy from China. House Democrats spoke up in Swalwell's defense. WBT News Time 903. Here's your WBT weather forecast from the Weather Channel. The clouds and cool temperatures here this afternoon will hold on to a rain shower chance with 52 are high today. Skies clear tonight, low 33. Sunshine tomorrow with a high 57 and a mix of clouds and sunshine Sunday with a high 62. Monday, party cloudy, warmer readings in the mid 60s. Richard Welling at the Weather Channel, News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Now 50 in Gastonia, 52 in Rock Hill, 48 in Uptown Charlotte. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Get a guaranteed offer on your home. Go to MarkSpain.com. Meet Walter. His company makes toupees out of reclaimed back hair. His IQ is about half his body temperature. He learns from his own mistakes by repeating them. Yet despite all this, Walter has an efficient little fleet of vehicles. How so? Well, he was just smart enough to call Wilmar Leasing. Nobody does a better job of finding the right vehicles than helps manage them. Wilmar, the perfect vehicle. Kind of a no-brainer. We're here with Felix Sabatis. Felix Sabatis, Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte. What's the secret sauce of the customer service at your South Boulevard store? To us, service is the most important aspect of our business. Our selections is great. We put a car through a 197-point inspection, and nobody does that other than a Mercedes dealer. So you buy a car from us, you know your tires are right, you know the car is 100% inspected, and you know there's guarantee. Visit my friends at Felix Sabatis, Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte, Charlotte's premier Mercedes-Benz dealer. 
WBT Money Watch brought to you by T.R. Lawing Realty, celebrating more than 60 years of managing homes for individual investors. Learn more at trlawing.com. That's trlawing.com. On Wall Street, ahead of the opening bell at 930. Dow futures currently up 25 points. NASDAQ futures up 67. S&P 500 futures up about 9. WBT Sports at 905. Here's Jim Zoki. Carolina Panthers added two more players in free agency yesterday. Former Seahawks wide receiver David Moore and veteran cornerback Rashad Melvin, who's been on 10 different NFL teams. Buffalo Bills signed former Bears and Tar Heels quarterback Mitchell Trubisky. Chicago also releasing cornerback Kyle Fuller. NCAA basketball tournament from last night. Appalachian State losing to Norfolk State 54-53. Mountaineers rallied to take a six-point lead after trailing by as many as 19 points before losing. Mountaineers also missed their first 23-point attempts in the game. In the NIT, NC State over Davidson 75-61. 16 more games today in the NCAA tournament begins at 12-15. Virginia Tech versus Florida. Winthrop, the final game of the night, will play Villanova, tipping off around 10 p.m. It'll be North Carolina versus Wisconsin on WBT at 7.10 p.m. Clemson versus Rutgers at 9.20 p.m. Hornets continuing their West Coast road trip will play at the Clippers tomorrow night. Lost to the L.A. Lakers last night, 116-105. to Jim Zoki, WBT Sports. At WBT, we lead local. I'm Steve Counts, WBT News. Yeah, it's, it's great that you're standing beside Michael Jordan, and that's a legendary picture, but you uh, are a spitting image of an early Tom Cruise in this picture. <laughs> like a risky business era Tom Cruise. Yeah. Help me, Tom Cruise! Tom Cruise used a witchcraft on me to get the fire off me! Get ready for the fastest two hours on radio. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! We plan to communicate this proactively in a culturally competent manner. Time to play the game! See, I told you this in the past, Bo Thompson. A kitchen table dialogue. 14 years as Charlotte Mayor. I've taught you everything you know, but I haven't taught you everything I know. Four years as NC Governor. It's good to be with you on the Bo Thompson Show. Oh, you take that cheap shot. Do you have a name that we can call Bill Graham before we leave? Yes, genius. (laughs) WBT presents... Good morning, Pat. It is a beautiful day in Charlotte. The Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson. I just wanted to say how much I appreciate your show. I've been listening to it since it started. It's the best decision WBT ever made. You are freaking hilarious. Culturally competent information through the lens of health equity. Driven by Felix Sabatis, Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte. Hour number two of the Pat McCrory Show here on News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Brett Jensen sitting in for Bo Thompson. Bo will be back on Monday, but Governor McCrory is here live and in person. I'm alive. <laughs> well, you're also in person. I'm alive, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm curious. So yesterday, schools all over the state, especially schools in Mecklenburg County, mm-hmm. were mandatory stay-at-home for all ages for fear of potential storms. Mm-hmm. And we did have some tornado warnings uh, late in the afternoon yesterday that lasted up until 6 o'clock. We had some very, very severe storms down off Westinghouse Boulevard where they lost you know, some power down there near Carowinds. But by and large, North Carolina as a whole came out unscathed, nothing at a problem at all. And that has nothing to do with, you know, Governor Cooper or CMS or anything else because you're just going by what the weather experts are telling you. So when you have a situation, when you were governor, when you have a situation that you think a pending storm, be it ice or a hurricane or floods or whatever, when you have that coming in, what goes through in the governor's office in the, 
hours and days leading up to a potential storm that you're trying to prepare for? Well, the first thing you do, you look at the how big the storm is going to be and how many parts of the state are impacted. And then based upon that, you move your equipment and emergency resources outside the areas where the storm is going to hit. Isn't that interesting? You move the equipment away from where the storm might hit so you can move it back in once the storm is there. And then you come up with a communication plan on who do you need to communicate with as a result of this storm, what region of the state, what businesses, what communication equipment. And then you also work with the private sector because most equipment, most immediate needs are not run by government. For example, your electricity is run by Duke Energy, primarily in North Carolina. So you're in immediate contact with Duke Energy and also cell tower companies and things of that nature because if there's an emergency The biggest breakdown is in communications. After the storm occurs, how do you find out what happened? And often there's no communications to get there. No one can talk to you at the beach or whatever. Sorry, my cell phone's not working anymore. My electricity's out. So you've got to have those means of communication set up beforehand, knowing that you might have a blackout during the storm. Now, I'm a storm like yesterday, that's a 45-mile-an-hour storm that comes through within minutes. That's going to be a county-by-county county decision for things like schools. Uh, the governor wouldn't have done anything except you can declare, you could quote, declare a state of emergency. And this concept of declaring a state of emergency is really just a paperwork thing for the federal government so you can get refund for your money. So it's the, the media and politicians make a bigger deal out of declaring a state of emergency. It's really a bureaucratic paperwork to pay the bills long after the storm is left. So you actually have to declare a state of emergency before you get the federal funding? Right. It's just a paperwork bureaucracy thing. So it's, it's kind of, and the media doesn't know it either. They go, oh, the governor has declared a state of emergency and it's really... So, You're signing a little document so you can get federal refund. On July, Disaster relief. On July 2nd, 2014, uh, in, in preparation or in, in anticipation, I should say, of Tropical Storm Arthur, you set up at a press conference that had your most famous quote um, that, you know, it's, it, Bo Thompson and, and others have put together in the opening of this show of don't put your stupid hat on. Where did you hear that or did it just come to you out uh, of nowhere? It came out of nowhere. I was... I was answer. I think I was asking, answering questions for the media. Yeah, you were media, at a press conference, and I finally went. Listen, just don't put your damn stupid hat on. And <laughs> and next thing I knew, it was the biggest thing going. You know, the national media made a story. Governor McCrory says, "Don't put your stupid hat on." I think I was referring to surfers at the time. Down, you know, because you know, the minute you go quit swimming, abandon the beach, that's when the surfers come. <laughs> yeah. And the dilemma is, the surfers come, and then we got to go save them. I got to go. Have an emergency personnel, you know, recover the body. Well, that's a good memory because you did a news, you did it at a news conference on a Wednesday afternoon in Wilmington, and ah, talking about in preparation I of Tropical Storm Arthur. So it was, I was probably talking about the people on the beach because the minute the politicians say leave the beaches, some people go right to the beaches because they love the big waves and they look at it. And the sad news is, some kids will go out there. And look at the waves, you know, right at the barrier break, and then they get swept into the ocean, not realizing that every minute or so the waves are getting bigger and bigger, and they're standing there going, Mommy, Daddy, this is beautiful. Next thing you know, they're gone. And that's what I was referring to stupid at. And then later on, I'd use it during hurricanes, uh, like don't drive your car through a flooded out road. 
which sadly during Hurricane Matthew, I had a young girl on Facebook Live talking to her friends on I-95 going, hey, should I drive through this puddle? Never made the news. I didn't make a big deal out of it out of respect for the family, but I saw the Facebook and um, she was talking to her friends. Should I go through or not? Should I go through or not? What do y'all think? And all the friends are going, don't do it. Don't do it. And she did it and she died. Her car got swept away down the uh, creek and it's so sad. And then I tried to convince Carolina and Duke to cancel football games uh, when Hurricane Matthew was coming through. I'm going, guys, this is going to be bad. And Raleigh was getting hit hard by flooding. And they didn't cancel their games, their football game. One was against Notre Dame and the other. It was their national games. ESPN and money ruled the day. One of my biggest regrets was not ordering them to do it. I just said I would highly recommend and we had a couple of guys with Carolina paint on their face die in a flooded car. And their bodies were recovered, and they had Carolina paint. They were coming back from actually a bar. They weren't actually at the game, but they went to Chapel Hill to sit at a bar to watch the game. And on the way home, uh, sadly, they lost their lives in flooding. And the bodies were recovered with paint, Carolina paint on their face. Uh, it was just tragic. That, that was the where we lost 28 people. So when I said stupid ad, I was talking from the heart because I took every life personally that we lost. Coming up Man, next. It brings back a lot of memories on a yeah. lot of these. And as, as mayor, too, as mayor during my 14 years, we, you know, we had the 100-year ice storm, the 100-year drought, the 100-year flood, the 100-year snowstorm. We had every 100-year thing happen during my 14 years as mayor. And sadly, we had some people die. We had some people die who did charcoal. Uh, Latinos were doing um, lighting charcoal in their apartment to get heat, and uh, they didn't know that would kill them. And we had we had a, a good many people die in Charlotte from uh, lighting charcoal inside their home. It's very sad. Very sad. Coming up next, Chuck Todd of NBC's Meet the Press here on the Pat McCoy Show. Let's swing on over to the WBT Traffic Center with Pam Warner. So we are seeing reports right now of a roadblock, Tyvola Road at Park Road. Also, slowdowns for a wreck in the 500 block of Kingville Drive. Another accident in the 5600 block of Randolph Road. And it looks like we do have a hit and run north of Tryon Street at Orr Road. Officials are responding to that wreck. Just make sure that you are extra careful on that approach. This report is brought to you by Fairway Green. Nothing beats a fairway green lawn. Now's the perfect time to begin crabgrass and weed control to ensure a beautiful lush lawn this spring. Let Fairway Green help you have the best lawn in the neighborhood because because nothing beats a fairway green lawn. Fairwaygreen.com. I'm Pam Warner, WBT Traffic. WBT News Time at 9 o'clock. The Alaska meeting between U.S. and Chinese officials got off to a tense start Thursday. The talks were unusually fiery for a diplomatic meeting, at least at the start. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said China's behavior threatens global stability. The United States relationship with China will be competitive where it should be, collaborative where it can be, adversarial where it must be. Blinken's Chinese counterpart shot back. He said U.S. democracy is struggling and black Americans are being slaughtered. The State Department says private discussions that followed were substantive and serious. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Russian President Vladimir Putin reacting to comments made this week by President Biden about Putin. Biden was asked this week in an interview with ABC whether he believed Putin was a killer. 
Biden says he does. In response, Vladimir Putin says, quote, I remember in my childhood when we argued in the courtyard with each other, we used to say it takes one to know one. And that's not a coincidence, not just a children's saying or joke. Fox's Rich Hudson at the State Department. Russia's foreign ministry withdrew its ambassador to the U.S. this week after that ABC News interview. Russia's president also inviting President Biden to a live online debate for all the world to see. But the White House is not commenting on that at this point. After a bit of a delay, the U.S. now has a new CIA chief. Veteran diplomat William J. Burns will lead the CIA, approved in a Senate confirmation vote yesterday. He got bipartisan support from Democrats and Republicans on the Senate Intelligence Committee before the vote went to the full Senate. His nomination was initially blocked by Senator Ted Cruz in an effort to pressure the Biden administration over the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, but the vote was cleared after the block was lifted. Burns is a former ambassador to Russia and Jordan and has also worked as Deputy Secretary of State in the Obama administration, where he was a key player in starting the talks that led to the Iran nuclear deal. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. The Senate also confirmed California Attorney General Javier Becerra as President Biden's health secretary after strong objections from Republicans who argued that Becerra has little to no experience in the health care field. An attempt in the House of Representatives Thursday by Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy to remove California Democrat Eric Swalwell from the House Intelligence Committee was blocked, mostly along party lines. Republicans want Swalwell off the committee due to an intimate relationship they say he once had with an alleged buy from China. House Democrats spoke up in Swalwell's defense. WBT News Time 903. Here's your WBT weather forecast from the Weather Channel. Well, clouds and cool temperatures here this afternoon will hold on to a rain shower chance with 52 our high today. Skies clear tonight, low 33. Sunshine tomorrow with a high 57. And a mix of clouds and sunshine Sunday with a high 62. Monday, party cloudy, warmer readings in the mid 60s. Richard Wedding at the Weather Channel, News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Now 50 in Gastonia, 52 in Rock Hill, 48 in Uptown Charlotte. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Get a guaranteed offer on your home. Go to MarkSpain.com. Meet Walter. His company makes toupees out of reclaimed back hair. His IQ is about half his body temperature. He learns from his own mistakes by repeating them. Yet despite all this, Walter has an efficient little fleet of vehicles. How so? Well, he was just smart enough to call Wilmar Leasing. Nobody does a better job of finding the right vehicles than helps manage them. Wilmar, the perfect vehicle. Kind of a no-brainer. We're here with Felix Sabatis. Felix Sabatis, Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte. What's the secret sauce of the customer service at your South Boulevard store? To us, service is the most important aspect of our business. Our selections is great. We put a car through a 197-point inspection, and nobody does that other than a Mercedes dealer. So you buy a car from us, you know your tires are right, you know the car is 100% inspected, and you know there's guarantee. Visit my friends at Felix Sabatis, Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte, Charlotte's premier Mercedes-Benz dealer. WBT Money Watch brought to you by T.R. Lawing Realty, celebrating more than 60 years of managing homes for individual investors. Learn more at trlawing.com. That's trlawing.com. On Wall Street, ahead of the opening bell at 930, Dow futures currently up 25 points. NASDAQ futures up 67. S&P 500 futures up about 9. WBT Sports at 905. Here's Jim Zoki. Carolina Panthers added two more players in free agency yesterday. Former Seahawks wide receiver David Moore and veteran cornerback Rashad Melvin, who's been on 10 different NFL teams. 
teams. Buffalo Bills signed former Bears and Tar Heels quarterback Mitchell Trubisky. Chicago also releasing cornerback Kyle Fuller. NCAA basketball tournament from last night. Appalachian State losing to Norfolk State 54-53. Mountaineers rallied to take a six-point lead after trailing by as many as 19 points before losing. Mountaineers also missed their first 23-point attempts in the game. In the NIT, NC State over Davidson 75-61. 16 more games today in the NCAA tournament begins at 12-15. Virginia Tech versus Florida. Winthrop, the final game of the night, will play Villanova tipping off around 10 p.m. It'll be North Carolina versus Wisconsin on WBT at 7.10 p.m. Clemson versus Rutgers at 9.20 p.m. Hornets continuing their West Coast road trip will play at the Clippers tomorrow night. Lost to the L.A. Lakers last night, 116-105. to Jim Zoki, WBT Sports. At WBT, we lead local. I'm Steve Counts, WBT News. Yeah, it's, it's great that you're standing beside Michael Jordan, and that's a legendary picture, but you uh, are a spitting image of... An early Tom Cruise in this picture. <laughs> like a risky business era Tom Cruise. Help me, Tom Cruise! Tom Cruise using witchcraft on me to get the fire off me! Get ready for the fastest two hours on radio. I feel the need. The need for speed. We plan to communicate this proactively in a culturally competent manner. Time to play the game! See, I told you this in the past, Bo Thompson. A kitchen table dialogue. 14 years as Charlotte Mayor. I've taught you everything you know, but I haven't taught you everything I know. Four years as NC Governor. It's good to be with you on the Bo Thompson Show. Oh, you take that cheap shot. Do you have a name that we can call Bill Graham before we leave? Yes, genius. (laughs) WBT presents. Good morning, Pat. It is a beautiful day in Charlotte. The Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson. I just wanted to say how much I appreciate your show. I've been listening to it since it started. It's the best decision WBT ever made. You are freaking hilarious. Culturally competent information through the lens of health equity. Driven by Felix Sabatis, Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte. Hour number two of the Pat McCrory Show here on News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Brett Jensen sitting in for Bo Thompson. Bo will be back on Monday, but Governor McCrory is here live and in person. I'm alive. <laughs> well, you're also in person. I'm alive, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm curious. So yesterday, schools all over the state, especially schools in Mecklenburg County, mm-hmm. were mandatory stay-at-home for all ages for fear of potential storms. Mm-hmm. And we did have some tornado warnings uh, late in the afternoon yesterday that lasted up until 6 o'clock. We had some very, very severe storms down off Westinghouse Boulevard where they lost you know, some power down there near Carowinds. But by and large, North Carolina as a whole came out unscathed, nothing at a problem at all. And that has nothing to do with, you know, Governor Cooper or CMS or anything else because you're just going by what the weather experts are telling you. So when you have a situation, when you were governor, when you have a situation that you think a pending storm, be it ice or a hurricane or floods or whatever, when you have that coming in, what goes through in the governor's office in the hours and days leading up to a potential storm that you're trying to prepare for? Well, the first thing you do, you look at the how big the storm is going to be and how many parts of the state are impacted. And then based upon that, you move your equipment and emergency resources outside the areas where the storm is going to hit. Isn't that interesting? You move the equipment away from where the storm might hit so you can move it back in once the storm is there. 
And then you come up with a communication plan on who do you need to communicate with as a result of this storm, what region of the state, what businesses, what communication equipment. And then you also work with the private sector because most equipment, most immediate needs are not run by government. For example, your electricity is run by Duke Energy, primarily in North Carolina. So you're in immediate contact with Duke Energy and also cell tower companies and things of that nature because if there's an emergency the biggest breakdown is in communications. After the storm occurs, how do you find out what happened? And often there's no communications to get there. No one can talk to you at the beach or whatever. Sorry, my cell phone's not working anymore. My electricity's out. So you've got to have those means of communication set up beforehand, knowing that you might have a blackout during the storm. Now, I'm a storm like yesterday, that's a 45-mile-an-hour storm that comes through within minutes. That's going to be a county-by-county county decision for things like schools. Uh, the governor wouldn't have done anything except you can declare, you could quote, declare a state of emergency. And this concept of declaring a state of emergency is really just a paperwork thing for the federal government so you can get refund for your money. So it's the, the media and politicians make a bigger deal out of declaring a state of emergency. It's really a bureaucratic paperwork to pay the bills long after the storm is left. So you actually have to declare a state of emergency before you get the federal funding? Right. It's just a paperwork bureaucracy thing. So it's, it's kind of, and the media doesn't know it either. They go, oh, the governor has declared a state of emergency and it's really... So, You're signing a little document so you can get federal refund. On July, Disaster relief. On July 2nd, 2014, uh, in, in preparation or in, in anticipation, I should say, of Tropical Storm Arthur, you set up at a press conference that had your most famous quote um, that, you know, is it, Bo Thompson and, and others have put together in the opening of this show of don't put your stupid hat on. Where did you hear that or did it just come to you out of nowhere? Uh, it came out of nowhere. I was... I was answer. I think I was asking, answering questions for the media. Yeah, you were media, at a press conference, and I finally went. Listen, just don't put your damn stupid hat on. And <laughs> and next thing I knew, it was the biggest thing going. You know, the national media made a story. Governor McCrory says, "Don't put your stupid hat on." I think I was referring to surfers at the time. Down, you know, because you know, the minute you go quit swimming, abandon the beach, that's when the surfers come. <laughs> yeah. And the dilemma is, the surfers come, and then we got to go save them. I got to go. Have an emergency personnel, you know, recover the body. Well, that's a good memory because you did a news, you did it at a news conference on a Wednesday afternoon in Wilmington, and ah, talking about in preparation I of Tropical Storm Arthur. So it was, I was probably talking about the people on the beach because the minute the politicians say leave the beaches, some people go right to the beaches because they love the big waves and they look at it. And the sad news is, some kids will go out there. And look at the waves, you know, right at the barrier break, and then they get swept into the ocean, not realizing that every minute or so the waves are getting bigger and bigger, and they're standing there going, Mommy, Daddy, this is beautiful. Next thing you know, they're gone. And that's what I was referring to stupid at. And then later on, I'd use it during hurricanes, uh, like don't drive your car through a flooded out road, which sadly during Hurricane Matthew, I had a young girl on Facebook Live, talking to her friends on I-95, going, hey, should I drive through this puddle? Never made the news. I didn't make a big deal out of it, out of respect for the family, but I saw the Facebook, and um, she was talking to her friends. Should I go through or not? Should I go through or not? What do you all think? And all the friends are going, don't do it, don't do it. And she did it, and she died. Her car got swept away down the uh, creek. 
And it's so sad. And then I tried to convince Carolina and Duke to cancel football games. Uh, when Hurricane Matthew was coming through, I'm going, guys, this is going to be bad. And Raleigh was getting hit hard by flooding. And they didn't cancel their games, their football game. One was against Notre Dame and the other. It was their national games. ESPN and money ruled the day. One of my biggest regrets was not ordering them to do it. I just said I would highly recommend. And we had a couple of guys with Carolina paint on their face die in a flooded car. And their bodies were recovered, and they had Carolina paint. They were coming back from actually a bar. They weren't actually at the game, but they went to Chapel Hill to sit at a bar to watch the game. And on the way home, uh, sadly, they lost their lives in flooding. And the bodies were recovered with paint, Carolina paint on their face. Uh, it was just tragic. That, that was the where we lost 28 people. So when I said stupid hat, I was talking from the heart because I took every life personally that we lost. Coming up and next. it brings back a lot of memories on a yeah. lot of these. And as, as mayor, too, as mayor during my 14 years, we, you know, we had the 100-year ice storm, the 100-year drought, the 100-year flood, the 100-year snowstorm. We had every 100-year thing happen during my 14 years as mayor. And sadly, we had some people die. We had some people die who did charcoal. Uh, Latinos were doing um, lighting charcoal in their apartment to get heat. And uh, they didn't know that would kill them. And we had... We had a, a good many people die in Charlotte from uh, lighting charcoal inside their home. It's very sad. Very sad. Coming up next, Chuck Todd of NBC's Meet the Press here on the Pat McCoy Show. Let's swing on over to the WBT Traffic Center with Pam Warner. Traffic Center satisfaction guaranteed the Parks Way. We are seeing just a few minor slowdowns out there. Tyvola Road at Park Road still dealing with that earlier roadblock. Also, the 500 block of Kingville Drive got a wreck. A new one checking in north Wendover Road at Latrobe Drive. And it looks like uh, we do have that earlier hit and run. North Tryon Street at Orr Road was pushed off to the shoulder. Looks like they finally got everything out of the way. Hey, Bent County, March's paper and cardboard recycling month. So please always recycle your paper and cardboard. Remember, your recycling needs to be clean loose and dry. For more information on Recycling Right, visit WipeoutWaste.com. I'm Pam Warner, WBT Traffic. I'm Steve Counts in the WBT News Center. President Biden touting his administration's rollout of coronavirus vaccines, announcing Thursday that the goal of 100 million vaccinations will be met today, a few weeks ahead of schedule. We'll hit 100 million doses our administration has administered. But I've always said, that's just the floor. We will not stop until we beat this pandemic. The president had already said that every American will be eligible for vaccinations. As of May 1st, he and Vice President Kamala Harris will be in Atlanta today. And a television studio in High Point briefly evacuated Thursday due to a tornado threat. That and more coming up at 930. WBT News Time 916. Felix Sabatis, Ford Lincoln of South Boulevard. Felix, tell us about the unique new cars in the Lincoln line. Well, everything they have now is brand new. You know, they don't make cars anymore. All they make is SUVs. So we have basically three SUVs, three complete different price points. The Navigator is a full-size SUV. The Aviator is exactly the same except it's mid-size. And then we have the smaller one, which is the Corsair. So you have three choices in SUVs with Lincoln. And right now I'm driving the Aviator and I love the car. Felix Sabatis, Ford Lincoln of South Boulevard. Charlotte. 
Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. Here's your WBT weather forecast. Cloudy today after some lingering rain this morning. Winds gusting up to 25 miles an hour at times. High temps today, low to mid-50s. Partly cloudy tonight, lows right around 40 or upper 30s. It's now 48 degrees in Uptown Charlotte. I'm Steve Counts, News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT News. Why do simple things always turn out to be so complicated? Resetting your password, unsubscribing to emails, printing, anything. Hey, I'm John Hancock. Thankfully, with an auto owner's independent insurance agent like Watson, insurance, getting the right coverage for your business does not have to be one of those complicated things. With Watson and Auto Owners, you can get back to more important things. I assume by now you know my choice for insurance agents is Watson. They have been helping folks for close to 90 years by finding the insurance that covers all business insurance needs, property and casualty, workers' compensation, group health, landlord and business liability, and so much more. Get the best coverage at a great rate, and it's not complicated. When you go with Watson, Watson. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-2-GO-WATSON. If you own a business, have questions about your current policy, or just need some advice, call Watson today. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-2-GO-WATSON. Tell them Hancock sent you. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-2-GO-WATSON. Watson and auto owners. Two names you can trust. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com radio. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Hi there, this is Lucas Wilson with Trugar Construction, home of the Lifetime Warranty. You've heard Bo Thompson talk about our roofing services. Whether you've noticed damage after a storm, have an existing leak, or it's simply time to replace your roof, we'd love to help. However, I'm here today to tell you about some other services we offer. Like Bo has said many times, we handle several types of exterior work. We specialize in windows, gutters, siding, and additional to roofing. The amount of time people are spending at home, they're noticing more and more issues. If your windows are letting cold air in, your siding is starting to rot, or your gutters are leaking and causing more damage to your home, we are here to help. These types of problems are often put off until the last minute, get worse over time, and could cost thousands more if you don't address them early. With TrueGuard Construction, there's no reason to wait because we're offering no payments and no interest for 24 months. Schedule a free, no-obligation consultation today, and we'll answer any questions you have. Go online to TrueGuardConstruction.com and explore. That's T-R-U-GuardConstruction.com. TrueGuardConstruction.com. We're true to our word. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110, 99.3 WPT. 
News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Brett Jensen coming on in from the WBT newsroom, sitting in for Bo Thompson. He'll be back on Monday. And joining us right now is NBC's Meet the Press, Chuck Todd. By the way, you can sit every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Chuck Todd, welcome back to the Pat McCrory Show. Really appreciate you being on. You know, uh, I was watching the interview with uh, Joe Biden the other day, and Stephanopoulos asked one of those tough-loaded, closed questions. And you've done it before, too, to me, where you're not, not that tough, but, but you've asked me some pretty tough, closed questions when I was governor on your show. And this question was basically, is Putin a killer? And well, not even yeah, it was Putin's a killer, like a killer, like, without right? defining so, it. It's like yeah, it was just sort of saying it. And, and Biden goes and on. I look, I think look, the most fascinating aspect of this is that Putin chose to be offended, right? That that to me is the news, right? He's huh. chosen to be offended and decided. And you're like, okay, well, he clearly wants to have an adversarial relationship with Biden. I don't know if Biden was ready for that question, to tell you the truth, because he kind of went, you know, if I had gotten that question and someone, I think a younger Biden might have gone, you know, that's an interesting question, you know, killer, you know, he might have stalled and then thought of a diplomatic answer. And he, remember, he wasn't ready uh, for it. Remember when O'Reilly asked, said the same thing? Asked who? O'Reilly asked Trump, you know, Putin's a Putin's mm-hmm. killer, and then remember, then that's when Trump's response was, well, so are we. <laughs> remember that? Yeah, oh, I remember. That went, that went into another direction. So it is interesting here, twice now, you know, sort of the same form of a question, one O'Reilly, one Stephanopoulos, and we, and we get this situation here. But again, I go back to the most important aspect is Putin chose to be offended. Um, now, he's, for whatever that's worth, that's interesting. So what's the next step when you do something like that? I mean, we have history between Khrushchev and Nixon, Kennedy and Khrushchev. Uh, We have, you know, between Reagan, of course, and the famous, you know, Reagan walking out of the talks with a Russian prime minister. What's next for Biden? Well, you know what you can't do is you can't back down. That's one thing you learn with the Russians. Yeah, They're never going to back down. How, how many more down. trade things can we do with Russia? We're kind of out of them now, aren't we? <laughs> well, well, there's that. and the Sanctions, thing, though, you know. We actually have to do a deal with them, right? We've got to finish this nuclear arms treaty, the, uh, a new start. We've got to finish up that agreement. I mean, it, well, look, it, that's when you'll know whether this is actually a, meaning, a meaningful riff or not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not as if, you know, Biden didn't campaign against Putin and didn't uh, say terrible things about him. So the idea that Putin's offended by this, you know, it, it, it feels to me more like a some sort of, you know, show of, you know, a, show, a little bit more of a show, kind of like what the Chinese did, which was that to me is the most another surprising. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Chinese don't normally do that, as you and I were talking earlier. The Soviets used to do that, mm-hmm. but the Chinese usually, you don't insult, you know, that, that's a cultural thing with them. Mm-hmm. If you insult your host on their, on their sovereign, on their, on their land, mm-hmm. right? This is our, this was in Alaska. It's just a, you know, some, looks like the Chinese are a little nervous. Yeah, that was a huge surprise because the Russians used to come back at our presidents. How dare you question our human rights? And other countries would do this too. At by the way, right. in the past, not That's just right. not just Russia or China, but 
when we were at, you know, South Africa and we're pulling sanctions on them, they would always come back and say, what about you and all your prisoners and things like this? So that's yeah. not an unusual thing. In fact, I always said Trump often didn't bring up the election issue to Putin interfering with elections because Putin would say, wait a minute, you interfered with us in yeah. previous elections. Wasn't, wasn't that well, he was real mad at Hillary Clinton about that, right? Oh, and well, that's look, the, you know, there, there's there's uh, the initial motivation for Putin to do what he did, and specifically with Hillary Clinton, um, dates back to two things, 2011. And the fact and there's always been one other motive that people forget about is that the United States is the reason why the Russians were essentially banned from the Olympics. We blew the lid off of that doping scandal with the Russian athletics mm -hmm. that they still haven't recovered from. And and he is just as angry about that because that was a humiliation on the international stage where they couldn't even field a team with their flag on it in 2018. And that is he blamed. And it's, it was it was all the U.S. Justice Department. He blamed that there's always been it, that always gets a little there's a pretty good documentary on it called Icarus hmm. about sort of how how it was all done. But that that was always the another thing that bought that up that was part of his motivation to go. Yeah, I want to do that. Biden's got to be careful not to be a Jimmy Carter right now. Jimmy Carter had a similar problem with the Soviets where then Jimmy Carter withdrew from the Russian Olympic Games. Yeah. And that and that and that's the thing like you, you, you want to. These tit for tats, you've got to be careful not to. You know, it's funny. We're still we're the United States of America, and we always still have to be the bigger the bigger person in some form or another, and also use strength. But you got to be careful. And, and you I can't. And, and Obama got in trouble when he said we draw the line the draw the a line in the sand. And. Well, that's the problem. It was a line in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the sand moved, huh? Wow. Exactly. Wow. Uh, we just heard Fauci, by the way, James Subject. Fauci has moved the six feet to three feet for mask. You know, I, I had never, you know, for in fairness, it was always my understanding at the beginning that it was six feet or a mask. <laughs> Right, and if I don't know anymore. Feet, that's why you wear a mask. You know, yeah. This is what gets me. The, the the thing that has bugged me this entire time is, you know, they, they, there's all these absolutes. Yeah. Right. On one hand, you either have to be six feet and the mask, or everything has to be, you know, or or everything's open and no mask. And it's like, why can't we have the mask mandate and open stuff up? That's why what I did. I used to middle ground. Yeah, like, I agree with I, you. You know, I, I wear pants. I can wear a mask. <laughs> you know, I used to go to the grocery. I got yelled at the grocery store about six months ago because I didn't have the mask on. I had a mask with me, but I'd take it off when I was 20 feet, 20 yards from people. I'd take it off because my glasses fogged. And some lady came up and yelled at me, and I went, wait a minute, you're now within three feet of mine. <laughs> I was fine before. You know, I'm, I, I believe in the mask, but... Within six feet. That's the kind I, of the way I, I used to I, interpret I've, it. I've always wondered if we, if everybody would agree, mass mandate, let's keep stuff as open as we can. Would we all be in the same place? Chuck Todd, real all quick, right. Sunday, what? who you got? Uh, I got the uh, Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas, uh, and then Senators Roy Blunt, Republican, and Raphael Warnock, Democrat. Chuck Todd of NBC's Meet the Press every Sunday at 10 a.m. You can see it right here on WCNC here locally. Chuck, take care, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Bye now. Wow, that's kind of interesting hearing about the mask from Chuck Todd. And I thought that the historical conversation, Hillary Clinton, 
Yeah, and it, like I said, it, it, this is something that's been going back president All after my president, life, decades since the yep. Cuban Missile Crisis. And actually, even back then, when it was after right after World War II, and they're trying to divide up Germany and, Absolutely. and everything else. Uh, Stalin was yep. a, you know, yep. Stalin and Churchill and Roosevelt, and then Truman during the Potsdam. Oh, man, it's complicated. You blink, you get hit by the media, but you blink, you might avoid a war. <laughs> Coming up next, diversity training at NC State. We got more info to talk about yeah, that. But yeah, in the meantime, yeah. let's go to the WBT News Center with Steve Counts. Thank you, Brett. No threat of tornadoes reported for us today from the National Weather Service, but the Weather Service did issue a tornado warning for parts of Charlotte Thursday afternoon, a little later than had been expected. The warning was posted for Southern Mecklenburg County, parts of Union County, and York County after radar showed a rotation that had tornado potential near Rock Hill, TKK, and Carowinds just after 4.30 yesterday afternoon. So far, no major damages have been reported. No confirmation from the Weather Service yet on whether a tornado actually did form. There were some scary moments for a TV station in High Point Thursday afternoon as its weatherman monitored a rotation on radar there that could have become a tornado. I'm not so sure this is the moment, but uh, nonetheless, we have got it coming right over the TV station as we speak. You're looking at the radar, and uh, we're going to step out of the studio, guys. WGHP meteorologist Van Denton making the call to head to a safer room than the main studio. I'm looking at the rotation. We're in one of those interior rooms with walls around us, so we are safe. But um, that circulation is right over the TV station, and we could feel and hear the wind outside the building, and we lost power for a second. Yeah, no one was injured. No damages have yet been reported there, at least not any significant damages. Cleanup efforts continue today in Alabama, where more than two dozen tornadoes were reported Wednesday in a Thursday. And Moundville, Alabama, homeowner Ryan Lavender shared his two minutes of terror when his roof was ripped off. It felt like somebody just grabbed the house and started shaking it. And uh, two minutes, three minutes after the actual impact, I, I still sat there shaking, holding my dog, just, you know, hoping that it was over. National Weather Service says it has two teams on the ground to try to assess the path of those tornadoes as well as the intensity. Fox's Charles Watson in central Alabama. News Talk 1110 WBT. From the Park Seating and Cooling Traffic Center, satisfaction guaranteed the Park's way. Traffic check. Here's Pam Warner. And taking a look at several wrecks on the roadways of Mount Holly Huntersville Road at Colook Drive. Also Statesville Avenue at Atondo Avenue. Got a disabled vehicle on the 7100 block of Harris Boulevard as well as a wreck North Wendover Road at La Trobe Drive. All of these are just going to cause you to tap those brakes on approach, some of them having onlooker delays. But other than that, uh, things seem to be moving fairly decent on the roadways. Uh, we are seeing some slowdowns over on uh, Billy Graham Parkway near West Tyvola Road. Traffic in that area uh, moving under 15 miles per hour. I'm Pam Warner, WBT Traffic. It's bow time. Tick, tick, boom. Like a powder keg in your mouth. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy. Chicken marinated 12 hours bold. Iced tea steep 12 minutes lazy. Right now, get an eight-piece meal for just $19.99. It's bow time. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Ramjack of Charlotte. When you're spending a lot more time in your home, you have a lot more time to pay attention to the little things, like maybe a door that doesn't close correctly, or maybe a crack in the walls or brick. These could mean a potential foundation problem, and you want to get that diagnosed correctly. Ramjack is following all proper CDC guidelines for the safety of you, the customer, and our employees. Schedule your free estimate today with the Charlotte Foundation Repair Experts at ramjackcharlotte.com. Brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Remember, customize and save with Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. 
That's LibertyMutual.com. 33. Here's your WBT weather forecast. Some leftover rain this morning should clear out by sometime this afternoon. No threat of tornadoes today, but winds will be gusting up to 25 miles an hour at times. High temps today, low to mid-50s. Partly cloudy tonight, lows early tomorrow morning in the upper 30s. It's now 51 in Tiga K, 49 in Uptown Charlotte. At WBT, we lead local. I'm Steve Counts, WBT News. Hey, this is Pat McCroy with the Chief of Community and Government Relations for CPI, Kerr Putney. One thing you realize as police chief, that relationship between your security system and the first responders is extremely important because you've got to have the right and accurate communications to make sure you're protected. Absolutely. When you get that alert through the security system at CPI, there's a constant communication with the telecommunicators, 911 call takers, who take the call at the police department, and they're giving you more detail to the officer as he or she responds so that they get a fuller picture, full context of what they're going to encounter and uh, how they can best address whatever issue alerted the alarm in the first place. The CPI employees, they're not just concerned with your security. They're also concerned with the community's security. It comes down to people. You have fantastic people inside the CPI organization who care about everybody that CPI as an organization touches. They're ready when you need them most. To find out more, visit mycpi.com. Mycpi.com. Find out what Mark Spain's guaranteed offer would be on your home. There's never been a better time to sell. Hi, it's Brett Witterbull, and I'm here to tell you you can get a strong cash offer and sell your home fast with the guaranteed offer from Mark Spain Real Estate. Don't worry about the hassle of constant cleaning and home maintenance. If you need to sell your home, Mark Spain can help you today. Go to MarkSpain.com, fill out a quick form, and receive an all-cash offer on your home today. Their guaranteed offer allows you to bypass the market and sell your home hassle-free. No showings, no open houses, no stress. Choose when you want to move and close with confidence. One of their clients, Oliver, said, we had an offer in 24 hours. They perform exceptionally well. Thank you, Mark Spain Real Estate, for selling our home. It's that simple. The guaranteed offer allows you to bypass the market and sell your home hassle-free. There are no showings, no open houses, no stress. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Go to MarkSpain.com, that's MarkSpain.com, to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110-993 WPT. NC State University. We want to get your feedback on uh, yep, the big see if finish. you went to NC State University, would you take this training that's being required uh, at NC State University? Woke training, privileged training. We call it diversity training. It's really more woke training or privileged training, as I call it. I don't know how much they're paying for. It is. Listen, I was former director of training for Duke Energy. The new fads and training would come through corporations, and we had a couple at Duke Energy while I was there. And there were tens of thousands of dollars. We went through one training. Win-win. Everything was win-win. Win-win training. No conflict. Everything was win-win. And that lasted about three months. <laughs> 704-374-3800 is the number to call for the big finish to yeah. put in your thoughts on You've this. You've pulled up on the website, yep. Brett Jensen, uh, some of the NC State nice smiley pictures of a diverse group of people. They look The students look very happy taking this training. That must be complete by April 1. What's the website say? Yeah, so this is actually from NC State's official university, and it says uh, it's from the Office of Institutional Equity and Diversity. 
Oh, boy. They have an official office. Yeah, I remember they, the, those people who ran those offices at Carolina and State, they have something similar, made more money than the governor. They were paid more money for the governor for running the diversity office. I always thought that was kind of interesting. You know, I thought I had a pretty good job. <laughs> I uh, made $141,000 being uh, governor of North Carolina, and I got free public housing. As Jim Martin would say, the best public housing in, available in North Carolina. But uh, the head of diversity was making 190000 at Chapel Hill. Hmm. Well, the big, bold headline is um, required diversity training. We can all help build the cultural competence that furthers uh, innovation and excellence. And before you go through the training, yep. the students are forced forced to participate in a quiz that is used to spot, and that's in quotes, or recognize their privilege. Yeah, you Gaston County guys had a lot of privilege, let me tell you. I've been wanting to talk to you about that, Brett Jensen, all the privilege you had. Oh, excuse me, I'm splaining to you now. <laughs> and that, the, the training also defies splaining as something that happens when someone of privilege assume they have expertise and starts explaining oppression to a member of an oppressed group rather than listening. Well, that's me every day on the Pat McCrory Show. <laughs> Well, so for undergrad <laughs> students, diversity, equity, and inclusion for students, here's the requiredness. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Diversity, equity, inclusion for students equips learners with the information and skills necessary to create a respectful and welcoming environment for everyone. Mm -hmm. Key topics include identity, selfhood, imposter what is syndrome. selfhood? I know honestly it? don't know. I literally don't know. Selfhood. Uh-huh. Is that about our hood or self? Yeah, I, I can't I answer know. that. Imposter syndrome, identity transitions, power, privilege, oppression, bias, respect, allyship, and self-care. Um, now, but there's also for like staff, graduate, and professional students, they have to take things about managing. Staff learning about, needs to take this too. Oh, learning about managing bias. Mm -hmm. You have to learn about that. Well, we all have bias. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I have bias. When I see someone dressed a certain way, I assume through my bias that they must think this way. You know, that eclectic left look, you know, living in, if you live in Chantilly and you wear ripped blue jeans and you have the Grateful Dead t-shirt, I have a certain bias or thinking of how they vote. So maybe I need to go to that readjustment of that bias. Well, there's also a separate uh, program for the mm. university leadership and instructors of record. Mm. There's that as well. Um, and that one is an estimated one and a half hours mm -hmm. of training. In one and a half hours, I can get rid of my bias. Yep. It provides mm. information and skills for building inclusive environments. Mm -hmm. uh, for mm -hmm. the staff and graduate and professional students. Does inclusive yep. I mean conservatives are allowed? Like, is inclusive just liberals who get along, or is inclusive like people of different political opinions? Or are we just talking about identity politics? The one for staff, graduate, and professional students, it mm -hmm. says this course uses the unique experiences of mm. real people. Real people, not fake people, but real people. To explore key concepts. Key concepts, not just concepts, but key concepts. Such as identity, mm -hmm. power, Privilege and communication. But real people. Mm -hmm. So take, write that without, read that without the term real people. Uh, this course uses 
people, people to explore key concepts such as identity, power, privilege, so and communication. So the difference between that, they added real people, not fake people. I mean, that, that we probably had to pay extra as taxpayers for the real people. I love it when people say average people, too. The average people. And the managing bias mm -hmm. defines and explores different types of biases and investigates their origin and provides tools to create a work environment that is healthy and equitable. Tools. Are these like screwdrivers and hammers? or? And the deadline is April 1st. April 1st. If you're going to NC State, you better take this course. You only have a week or so to go, right? Yeah, and but if you're a university leadership and instructors of record, mm. and if you took the course last year, you may not have to take it this year because you're fixed. <laughs> you fixed. You went. You you've already been fixed. You went through the reindoctrination. This sounds like North Korea or Cambodia. Cambodia, you know, had to put through. You know, during the terrible. Elimination of doctors and lawyers. They put him through rehabilitation schools, two or three years. See, they had to take two or three years. This is only two or three hours. And at the bottom of the website, this is on the NC State's official website. NC if you're still, State. if you're still confused, you, at the very bottom, you click a tab that says "Roadmap to Diversity Training," and it explains where you fall and what needs to happen. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'm confused. I better push that button. Yep. And if you need, and it says, here's the timeline for completion. It breaks okay, it all down. So are you confused? Call 704 374 3800 on the Pat McCrory Show for the big finish. Only if you're confused. I'd love to hear from NC State graduates because you've paid for this, and so have I as a taxpayer. It's got a little QA, frequently asked questions Ooh. section. Oh, yeah. Pull that up. I want to, can we pull that up? Coming back right now on the Pat McCrory Show. Um, by the way, real quick, our part-time employees required to take the required uh, training? Mm -hmm. All permanent employees Only are required well, to take the training, part-time and full-time. Oh, part-time is required. Yeah. Well, you can't be confused about that. <laughs> uh, someone who's not confused about the traffic is Pam Ward in the WBT Traffic Center. Never confused about the traffic over here, and that's always a good thing. I do have a few things that are going to slow you down on the roadways this morning. Got a disabled vehicle in the 7100 block of Harris Boulevard. Also, looks like that wreck still remains. Mount Holly Huntersville Road at Colloak Drive. Uh, Statesville Road, or uh, excuse me, Statesville Avenue at Atondo Avenue. It's got a minor accident there. And North Wendover Road at Latrobe Drive. All of these are being tended to by officials and really should be moving out of the way shortly. From the park seating and cooling traffic center, satisfaction guaranteed the parks way. I'm Pam Warner, WBT Traffic. I'm Steve Counts in the WBT News Center. Charlottean's being invited to weigh in on plans being discussed by the City Council on what the city should be like and look like in the year 2040 or by that time. A public comment session planned for this coming Monday at 5 p.m. Anyone interested can sign up at the City Government website. Those who do sign up will have up to two minutes each to share their thoughts about the so-called 2040 Comprehensive Plan, which can be viewed online at cltfuture2040.com. The deadline to sign up to speak is 9 o'clock.
o'clock Monday morning. President Biden will be in Atlanta today. More on that coming up at 10 o'clock. WBT News Time at 944. If you can lower your house payment by hundreds a month with zero hassle, wouldn't you do that? I mean, like right now? Hi, I'm John Hancock. Neighborhood Lender is doing super fast, no hassle home refis with no points, no lender fees, and in most cases, no appraisal. Now, even if you refinanced in 2020, you can do it again and lock into an even lower rate. Call. Find out just how at 704-790-RATE or NeighborhoodLender.com. Neighborhood Lender moves at warp speed with virtually no paperwork, and you can even close the loan at your kitchen table. They are helping homeowners every day lower their house payments by two, three, four hundred dollars a month. Easy. So why not lock in now? Get a new fixed rate loan at a rate you never thought possible. Ask 